what's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes podcast presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, and Chris Schubert from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Thursday episode of the show. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Kyle, welcome and happy birthday. Thank you. Please stop wishing me a happy birthday. It's 8 a.m. on Thursday. You've now wished me a happy birthday at least three separate occasions. Yeah. I'm all, all in this Zoom call. All in the no, same Zoom no, call. No. Oh. No. Twitter texted me. Yeah. So. Had to be first on Twitter. You know what I mean? Because like. You were. Yeah. You, were. you had to, you know, like. It's like a responsibility you have is like the best friend is to yeah. just. You can't be late to the the. You're right. You can't be the reactive person that's like, oh my god, oh I didn't, and then it's like 75 people do it, and then it's you. So had to uh to hit to get that in, and then you know had to say it verbally to you, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um, then we had to base this entire podcast today around the idea of it being your birthday. And let's be let's be completely transparent because there are going to be those people out there that don't like me that think that this is very selfish and self-absorbed of me whose idea was this show oh, Joe this, is jo- this is joe's idea okay. no kyle has nothing to do with this everybody i came on at like 804 and chris was like all right joe pitch him on the idea yeah so here we are yep so exactly and you know me i'm always a, a holiday themed content guy so you can Correct. always count on those ideas anyways but since it is kyle's birthday it's time to hand out some presents we are going to survey the landscape of the 2021 NFL draft, and we are going to give teams presents, the, the perfect present that they could receive in the first round of the draft. We're not going to hit every team. That's not the goal, but we're going to think about some dream scenarios for teams that would serve as the ultimate gift should things unfold the right way at the end of the month. So who do you want to do want to – yeah, I got one that's been on my head. Break this, up positions, or do you just – you got them, and we're just going to fire out presents left and right, regardless yeah, just, of an order. A little chaos on the birthday? Little, right. Yeah, because I don't want to start right. with this one because, you know me, I I, uh, I think about the teams that I don't like a lot of times, and I think about possibilities for them that I wouldn't like. And so let's start with one, and this actually just happens to be a perfect gift. That's the New England Patriots getting Justin Fields. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> if if the Kyle Shanahan goes Mac Jones at three, and we start to see a little bit of a tumble here for Fields, I keep reading mock drafts where New England makes a modest jump up the board and gets Justin Fields. And you want to talk about the the ultimate quarterback to kind of bring this whole offensive identity that they want to have 12 personnel dynamic dual threat, you know, quarterback in Justin Fields, man, I think he'd be the perfect guy to insert to that offense and really take things to their, their next era of football in new England. Well, I know some people have made the cam Newton comparison there. And I think Justin Fields is a more refined passer as far as his arm ability, uh, obviously he has to transition out of the Ohio state offense and into an NFL one. We've seen cam perform at the highest of levels, uh, won an MVP in what 2015 was the year cam won the MVP. So mm-hmm. 
Cam's been to the top of the mountain effectively played in the Super Bowl, won an MVP that season for Justin. I think his throwing tools uh, are better than cams. Uh, he's not as big as cam, but he's faster than cam and he's super uh, athletic and he, he's well built as well. That was one thing uh, when we were doing scouting meetings that we presented Justin Fields, I enjoyed the perspective that, uh, Andrew Dowell, who's with the Saints, who's been working with us a bit and was on Draft Dudes a couple weeks ago, um, who attended Michigan State, he said that was one of the biggest bits of feedback that anybody that he talked to that was still with Michigan State when they played Ohio State was like, this dude's damn hard to tackle, right? Like he's, he's built like a running back or a tight end, but he's got top shelf arm ability at his disposal as well. So uh, that going into the quarterback run packages that the Patriots pieced together for Cam Newton last year, plus some of the overhauled weapons. Plus, like you said, Joe, if it's a modest tumble and you don't have to give up an arm, like if you go up and get him at four, like, okay, you're fairly boxed in. But if he falls to seven, or eight, and you just got to jump Denver, like mm. what a gift it would be. The football gods for some teams, <laughs> they just keep giving. I think about the Indianapolis Colts transitioning from uh, Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. I think about the Green Bay Packers transitioning from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Man. It, we don't know they, about those transitions. You want to talk about the transition from Kelly to Allen or – Marino to hopefully Tua. That was the, that was the me opening long, the scroll. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> a long, long list, a long illustrious list of miserable decisions. Could have had Drew Brees though. Could oh, have had boy. Drew Brees. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. oh boy. At least you got yours figured out. Hopefully it's only a one year sample. Size, uh, so uh, I'm holding my breath uh, a little. I'm holding my breath. You got a, a top three MVP. Chris is rubbing uh, his temples. He's so it's like he managed to turn it into talk about the bills and the dolphins already. Unbelievable. All right. So let's do another bills, another non bills or dolphins team for a present. Okay. I want to go with Chris's New York jets. Okay. Imagine, if you will, Caleb Farley's back causes him to tumble out of the first round. And Caleb Farley is there for the Jets with their first pick in the second round. Oh, wow. Could you imagine? Right. Could you imagine? That's two top 10 picks, but with two and 30, whatever they pick. 34, I believe. Wow. Yeah. Do you get a little concerned, though, if Farley goes that far down the board and everybody passes on him when he's clearly a top 10 talent in the class? Like you start asking yourself that question. Well, what don't we know that everyone else does? Right. And that happens every year. That happens with a number of guys every single year that that happens with. Now, the tumble would be abbreviated versus some of the more extreme versions. Uh, we heard the whispers about Prince Teguanaho and, and he ended up going, I think in the sixth round last year, 
Maurice Hurst, obviously that became apparent at the combine. He was perceived to be a top 50 guy. He falls to the fifth round of the Raiders and, and he's since had a successful career and is, is one of their more reliable pieces up front. But like the risk was there. I'll never forget. You remember Antonio tiny Richardson from yeah. Tennessee. Oh yeah. Yeah. Perceived to be a day two talent when completely undrafted. His tape wasn't that good. Uh, I was young. I liked it. That was one of our first players we disagreed on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> can, can I tell you guys a quick story here? Yeah, go ahead. This sounds extremely familiar to a scenario that played out in 2016 where a team in Dallas had a top five pick and they took a running back and they made a pick with their first first round selection. And then they came all the way back around to, oh, would you look at that pick 34? And they took Jalen Smith. Who had medical questions, medical questions as well. Yeah. So th- th- this is not the first time we would have seen a scenario like yeah. that play out. I Miles like medical Jack. questions with knees than backs, though, don't you? Miles like Jack you, had a meniscus. Yeah. He yeah. was perceived to be a, a top of the first round talent. And of course, then we hyperanalyze the fact that he didn't have a true position in college and versatility is apparently a bad thing. And he fell to Jacksonville in the second round. That was like your first hardest ever draft crush, wasn't it? Like Miles? Yeah, like I'm talking yes. hard. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was there there were some hashtags for Miles Jack in the, in a bid to get him to Miami that did not materialize, <laughs> of course, but that's all right. Uh, so that that's one for me is that kind of, you know, because let's be completely honest. He's still green to the position, right? Mm-hmm. So for as physically talented as he is, I think there will be an argument that, you know, he was a, a better slash more dynamic athlete than technician at the position. Is that fair? Yes. Yeah, he's he not certain. Yeah. He has two back procedures in two years, and he did not play football last year. Like, are we going to sit here and pretend like it's not outside of the realm right. of possibility that Caleb Farley manages to get out of the top 32 picks? Yeah, you add those layers together. Right. right? Yeah. RockAuto.com is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need over at rockauto.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast at the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Kyle, I got a gift to hand out. Okay. Oh, I got several. I have, I literally have five things written down. Oh, um, great. You came prepared yeah. today. Yeah. Well, you know. I was, was told the five minutes before we started what we were yeah, doing. You know, listen, had a little time to think about this. How about the Dallas Cowboys at number 10? Mm-hmm. Having, well, that's ambitious. Oh, because, okay. dude, if, if Sewell gets past Cincinnati, 
Carolina and even like Detroit as a pure BPA, that would be nuts. You're right. So, okay. Dallas having their choice of defensive player. Number one. 10. Yeah. Whatever defensive player they like the most. And, and in that scenario, that probably means all the quarterbacks, all five go in the top 10. So I'm not sure that there's like a, a very logical, like, oh, they could just trade back and, and take advantage of QB5 being there at 10. And right. whether that's New England or Chicago or something wanting to make that jump up the board. But they could sit there and, and like, I think it's easy for us to look at the draft prospects and say, oh, well, Patrick Sertain, J.C. Horn, you know, there's you'd be happy with either. But when you get to meet the players and figure out their personality and, and determine how they would fit into your building, I think that probably really helps teams laser in on which guys they prefer. And so they would have their chance at 10 to get whatever defensive player they need and they need it. So can we predictively get to that? You want to do that real quick? Like predictively based on what we know now, what we hear now, let's just do the top nine and see if we can get to no defensive players off the board. Cause I think it's pretty straightforward to get there. No question. Okay. So, so one, two, and three, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields. Yep. Okay. Quarterback at four. Yeah. Trey Lance. That's fine. Or do you, I mean, whether, whether that comes from Atlanta or somebody else. Quarterback at four. Quarterback yep. at four. Penny Sewell at five to Cincinnati. Yep. Kyle Pitts, then six to Miami. Yep. Jamar Chase. Chase seven to Detroit. Yep. Rayshon Slater at eight to the Carolina Panthers. Yep. Where's Quarterback Den- at nine. Qu- Mac Jones. Or whoever's left. Yeah. Right. And you can also get here if you want to say, well, Trey, Trey Lance doesn't go at four, then put Pitts at four. Sewell mm-hmm. still at five. Miami Chase. Detroit what? would still take a wide receiver, whether yeah. it's Waddle. Or Smith. Presumably Waddle. Or, or um, Smith. And then Denver could take Trey Lance at nine. 100% a possibility for Dallas. Not even like that, a stretch. This I don't think it's a stretch at all. feel like a gift. No. But, well, <laughs> it feels like it's like, okay, I've got the present halfway unwrapped. And I know well, what just, it is. You're just making sure that it's, you know, every year when you're a kid, you ask for like a pool table or a foosball table. And you don't get the full size one. It's just like the little one that you oh, can play. The, pen, the pencil is. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, well, damn it. That's not a pool table, mom. Right. But, right. Um, you know, you got a pool table. You know, you got to wrap it up and make sure that like it's not like uh, just the rendering. And then, the you know, the full size ones up in the game room. You know, I actually have a funny story about this. Let's go. <laughs> I I'm on this big eBay apparel kick right now. We're, right? we're fully aware. Yes. Yeah. Well, I had provided a list of a bunch of things off of eBay that like retro dolphin stuff, whatever. Uh, my mother-in-law came over yesterday to watch the baby so I could go out with my wife for dinner. We went out to a restaurant, which was very odd um, in these times. But uh, first time in a long time that I went out to eat and sat down somewhere. So it was nice. Um, come back. She's got a bag sitting on the coffee table. Lo and behold, it's one of the things that was on my list. They had listed an adult large. Oh, boy. Windbreaker. <laughs> they must have meant children's large. 
<laughs> because <laughs> I pulled this thing out of the bag and it's a crop top on me. Oh boy. <laughs> what do we do? What do we do with this? Right. So we, I mean, we had a good laugh about it. I'm like, Oh, I guess it's for the kid, you know, give her, give her a couple of years to grow into it. But, uh, I can make it fit. And maybe if I lose some bets along the way, I'll wear it. But I just had to laugh because they listed adult large and it is not an adult large. So sometimes you think, you know, what you're getting sometimes yeah. doesn't turn out that way. Well, the practical application right there. There you go. We're all about segues here on this show, right? We are. And look, if you don't want to lose bets and you know what you're doing, head mm. on over Wow. To bet online. This is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, MLB, and NHL seasons are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, and they have real time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. April 19th through 26th, listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 featuring analysts from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason Lockenfora, and Brian Baldinger. Our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars of their team. Subscribe to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Kyle, I got more presents to hand out. Well, hold on now. Oh, you got one? You got one? Boy, let me hand out a present. All right. I get the perfect day two for the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Second round. And if you don't like the order, you can flip flop. I don't care. So 58 overall here, whatever they're for, whatever yeah. that first pick is. So their yeah. first and third round pick or their second and third round pick. Okay. Amari Rogers, wide receiver Clemson. Perfect. Tommy Tremel, tight end Notre Dame. Perfect. Well, that's it. I mean, those, that's those two picks. Yeah, so 105 and 58. Um, yeah, I would love – I love those skill players to, to bring into the mix for Lamar. That's exactly the type of players that I think complements the way he attacks the field. So, obviously, they made a ton of hay with the multiple tight end sets and the decision to let Hayden Hurst go. I think Tommy Trumbull stepping into that role instead of it being Patrick Ricard and being more you know, power and run heavy – that makes a ton of sense. I think Tremble has a ton of untapped potential to develop into. And then Amari Rogers, you think about the Clemson offense, uh, so much of the RPOs, the bubbles, the short stuff, and then the ability to attack down the field. That with Lamar is really, really exciting. And I think you can ask him to run routes out of the backfield and get really multiple. And so those two guys for me are just guys that you're, we're expecting to get their names called on day two. And thinking about what the – because I think Baltimore has to be honest with themselves about what their skill group is. And when I say that, I mean it's not good right now. Yeah. It's not a good group right now, so it needs to get better. So you need to invest heavily, especially as you get ready to make this decision on Lamar's second contract. How about the Arizona Cardinals? And Chris can affirm this. If they get J.C. Horn at 16 
I mean, that, that's got to be like, it's very much not a new idea, right? Like we've been talking about this as a possibility for a long time, but for this to actually come to fruition, especially after the Farley slide, right, that could happen after Horn goes out and tests out of his mind at the pro day. I mean, they're going into a, the season right now with like Malcolm Butler and Rob, Robert Alford is their other cornerback. They, they've got to they got to have an answer. Don't don't slight Byron Murphy like that. Please be respectful. He's a nickel. He's a nickel. Be he's not res- outside. Be respectful. He's okay? phenomenal. Yeah, we love he's him. But he's not play. an outside guy. Uh, but you 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 are correct. That is what their their running back uh, their cornerback room looks like at this point. And yes, I think either of the two the top two corners uh, outside of Caleb Farley falling to the Cardinals at sixteen would be a a a gift of Steve Kime because I think without that you open the possibility of him getting a little weird with that pick and that that never works out very well. So yeah, you- let's assume that happens. Let's assume Sertain goes ten to Dallas. And Philadelphia, there's a wide receiver run. Philadelphia takes J.C. Horn. What's the weirdness that you would anticipate? <sighs> Dude, there's there's a lot of like, chargers could go corner too. Is you know what I mean? Like there are spots here for corners to go. Correct. So what? How do the Cardinals pivot? Assuming Sertain and Farley are gone, do they go Greg Newsom? Well, I, that's what I, I want to know. What Chris thinks? The weirdness that Steve Kime could divert into if there's a run on corners before they come on the clock yeah, to, to me the, the pivot is going to be to to a pass catcher um i i think running backs completely off the table now that they signed james connor which i think is a good thing if you are a cardinals fan i, I don't think travis Etienne or Najee harris or any of those guys would play at 16 but i think the pivot would be to a to a pass catcher on offense i don't know if they would necessarily beef up the offensive line or get some help defensively i think the pivot would be to a pass catcher when i don't think that's necessarily a big need for them with their first round pick so I think those things are dependent on one another, right? It's like either a corner run happens or a wide receiver run happens because you think about a team like Philadelphia who could use both. I think you would need help to see the first two corners off the board and the big four pass catchers off the board. I don't know if you're necessarily going to get both of those things in one unless Minnesota trades back, which they're, quite often prone to do and somebody jumps Arizona to go get one of the other corners. Also, I'll throw out here if Micah Parsons does slide outside of the top 10 and and there isn't a corner on the board. I mean, I've watched Steve Kime draft Robert Kimdichie yeah. at the back half of the first round. He loves to do this when a talent slides a little bit. He will try to snag them when he's picking this late. So I've seen it before. It wouldn't surprise me to see Micah Parsons be the pick there at 16 uh, if other scenarios play out which they can't grab a corner. Joe, do you have any presents that are like for a player instead of for a team? Oh, no, I've only been thinking about teams to be honest with you. Do you have, is there something Not that yet? I've just been, you? I've been sitting here stewing on it, trying to think of a good one. So if you got another one, why don't you give me another one and then I'll either ask or get off the pot as the saying goes. Dude, number 21 overall, Indianapolis Colts, Tevin Jenkins, offensive tackle, Oklahoma State. You put him and Quentin Nelson on the same side of the line, <laughs> you're gonna need to have an ambulance handy because there's gonna be bodies on the ground, man. Those that would be the nastiest guard tackle pairing in the NFL on day one. So the need is quite obvious for the Colts at left tackle. I know that will be a transition for Tevin, but pairing those two together, resetting the left tackle position and 
maintaining this offensive line identity, but maybe even improving it from a run blocking perspective to give Carson Wentz his best chance to succeed in Andy and, and just know that with Jonathan Taylor, you have Marlon Mack back in the mix. Naheem Hines is in that backfield. Like you're going to get some stuff going with your run game and, and with those running back. So for checking that box for what it could mean for Carson Wentz for this Colts offensive identity. I think Tevin Jenkins is the dream at 21. I got one. It's not player specific, but that's okay. All right. Diami Brown on the board for the Seattle Seahawks first pick in the second round. 11 personnel with DK Tyler Lockett and, and Diami Brown. Yes. Yeah. With that's Russ money. throwing him the ball. That's money. I understand you, you got a corner situation, but you never, never draft corners high. You never do. And you yeah. always manage to find productive players to step into those roles. So uh, kind of the inverse of everybody else across the league, right? Everybody else is like, can't have enough corners. Yeah, I was like, eh, we'll find them on day three, even if we got to convert them from safety from Oklahoma State. And that guy's got to play. <laughs> and Trey Flowers was serviceable. So you just – that they don't play by the same rules as everybody else. So I know they need defensive help, but replacing David Moore and upgrading it with Diami Brown would really give Seattle quite the trio to run 11 personnel. If we're thinking, taking a, a player angle, and this is something I did earlier this week, I did a, a mock draft on the mock draft machine um, over at the draftnetwork.com. My, my goodness. Yeah, of course, I, you got to use oh, trades. Cool. And you, in order to do that, you need to be a premium member for the draftnetwork.com. 30 bucks move, for the year. 30 bucks for the year. Move up and down the board. You get offers sent to you from the computer. You get full access to the uh, the, the scouting reports that are trade by trade analysis. Really helps format. you know who you're trading for. Oh, it certainly does. And then you yeah. can have those conversations in the, the premium Slack channel where it's like a thousand people in there talking ball every day. And, and there's plenty of mock drafts shared in there where people discuss them. And have you seen it, what they've started doing, by the way? It's yes, I'd have the tell, dueling, the dueling mock drafts. Yes. They'll be yes. like, all right, so there's a couple guys in there hanging around. So somebody give me a team. Somebody will throw out their favorite team. And then you'll get like a bunch of people that like jump in. It's like, all right, dueling mock drafts. We're all going to do trades for this team. And like, you have to trade back in the first round. So then everybody you know, scatters off for the next 30 minutes and they all come, come back in and they're posting screenshots of their mock and people are voting on who's got the best. It's cool. It, yeah. It's a fun dynamic that they've adopted this month. And uh, as is much with premium Slack, it's evolved completely on its own. It's, it's like, uh, uh, Joe, you probably won't understand this reference, but it's Ultron, right? You know, you thought you had a vision for what it was going to be. You flip the switch and turn it on and it becomes completely something you did not anticipate. Very good, Kyle. Very good. I they did. also, they're doing a, a contest, a mock draft contest. They are uh, as well for accuracy. So uh, sign up TDN premium DraftNetwork.com. But what I did, Kyle was the Cleveland Browns mock draft and their needs are really fascinating and their opportunity is fascinating. But as I was working through the mock, I started to think, I want to give developmental offensive linemen to Cleveland. They have, they don't have a need for a starter. Their starting five is set. Just stay but, ahead of it though. Oh man. To give them to Bill Callahan, who's just unbelievable with offensive line development. And so many guys just have career years with him and then don't play well at all without him. Uh, so you start thinking about guys in the middle rounds 
uh, whether that's Robert Hainsey from Notre Dame, uh, the grand, uh, is it David Moore from David, Grambling? Yeah. Um, James Hudson from Cincinnati, you know, Sedarius Hutcherson from South Carolina, Kendrick Green, Illinois, like all of these really talented blockers just need to get the technique stuff down. Oh man, you, you, you give them their best chance and Cleveland has a need on the interior or well, you know, in terms of depth across their offensive line. I like that a lot. Like that fit quite a bit. Um, because inevitably you're going to have to make some hard decisions, right? You yeah, can't you pay everybody <laughs> top flight contracts, right? Not, not on the old line. No. Right. Who do you think the most likely one to, to see the hammer dropped on him is <sighs> for the Cleveland O line. Yeah. Well, they, so they're going to have to make a decision on teller soon. Right. Who and I was... feel like they're, he's probably going to be a casualty. From a numbers get, he was phenomenal for them. Right. And like, and they, I know we both feel vindicated because we both liked Wyatt Teller when he came out of Virginia Tech. And then he like bounced around for a little bit and now he settled in. And he, but he was so good for them last year. Yep. So maybe that's a present finding the, the numbers game to retain Wyatt Teller for the Browns. Well, yeah. I mean, especially with the, Baker's contract coming up and yeah. Joseph. <laughs> Kyle. Joseph. Let's, let's go ahead and put a, we're going to put a bow on the, um, the conversation with presence, but I saw something I'm hearing the consensus board tracker and grades tracker. And I've caught my eye. Uh, you've been working ahead a little bit. Yeah. You assigned a grade that, standing out to me quite a bit oh, oh gosh okay it's gonna be chris evans isn't it it's not okay uh, now i'm gonna go look at what you gave chris evans oh that's that's perfectly okay. reasonable that's okay. fine i want to talk about chuba hubbard a little bit though oh no why do we want to talk about <laughs> chuba hubbard? why would we do that right now uh, it's just because i'm i'm sitting here looking at the sheet and i saw the number <sighs> plugged in and they're all color coded and it stands out <laughs> like a sore thumb <laughs> i think i'm going to agree with you for what it's worth Based on what I saw this year, and I understand he had a better year in 2019. Yeah. I don't really see the appeal. What are the two most important traits for you with running backs, Kyle? Uh, vision and durability or contact balance? Contact balance, yeah. So I don't either one of those things with Chuba, you know? <laughs> I mean, the guy's just – I. It's like, here's a tackler. Oh, that's the end of the play. You know, it just, I don't like the way he takes on contact. I don't like his ability to sustain himself. I think he needs tracks cleared for him. And, and when they're there, I mean, yeah, he's got great speed, great breakaway speed. I don't think he helps you like he should on passing downs. Like I need to check a few more boxes, you know? And so like, I don't know. If you don't, if you're that limited in terms of skill set. Hey, I'm not going to grade you high. So sorry, Chuba. Like you were awesome in 2019, but. So this is perfect. Yeah. This is the last present. Pick an offensive line for Chuba Hubbard to get the run behind. Well, I, the natural one's Baltimore because of the way they play. But I mean, we saw that with Justice Hill, who had much better contact balance than um, Chuba, and he can't seem to get an opportunity. Um, Tennessee, if they had all their guys. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Like if they had that right tackle thing figured out, which they don't. 
I mean, I want to, I need a gap blocking scheme that has people movers. Indy, if they get Tevin Jenkins, maybe okay. they think, but he can't catch a ball. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's Jacksonville. I don't know, dude. It's a hard, hard projection. That's why that, he got the great. <laughs> and that's uh, that's the challenge for a lot of these guys is obviously the environments that they have in college are not going to be replicatable in the pros, Joe, New England. It's new England. <laughs> That's his best chance. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's New England. Yeah, it's a shame they already got like six backs. Right. And apparently they're in the apparently they're in the market for another one. We keep Bad. hearing that being teased, but <laughs> I guess that's if they get shot on the quarterbacks. Maybe they'll just run single wing and <laughs> <laughs> might be the best chance. Oh, three yards in a cloud of dust style. Yeah. Uh, that's gonna do it for us today on the show. We have a live stream tonight, uh, 7:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the YouTube channel, the draft network. Uh, They've concocted something. I don't know what that's going to be, but uh, they, they have been teasing this birthday live stream. They feel like they've conspired without me because I came under the, the call today, the Zoom call, and they were whispering, oh, shit, here he comes. You know, so We're just wrapping I, up our baseball conversation. I'm, you know, <laughs> Yeah, good. Keep that in the back channels. That's perfectly <laughs> fine. Uh, and then we also have one more show this week. The NFL draft is two weeks from today. So we're getting close. Make sure you are prepared. Listen to the Draft Dudes podcast. We are here for you five days a week, and we will be here this summer, this fall, next winter, next spring. Plenty of action ahead. Hit subscribe on the podcast. Thanks, as always, for listening.